Euradio, Ideas on Europe, in partnership with UACES. For our weekly Ideas on Europe, editorial by UACES, the University Association for European Studies, we have the pleasure to welcome again Simona Guerra from the University of Surrey in the UK. Bonjour, Simona. Bonjour, Lawrence. Just in time for Europe Day on the 9th of May, you would like to speak about the early women of European integration. Can you explain what is meant by this? With pleasure. When studying the EU history, we often see in books and manuals the image of the signature of the Treaty of Rome in 1957 with the so-called founding fathers of the European Union, as Conrad Adenauer or Achille de Gasperi, the Italian Prime Minister, sitting along a table. But women are completely absent. This has been noted already in the literature. In 2017, an Italian historian, Maria Pia di Nonno, has worked on a project covering the biographies of relevant women for the European integration process. Yet, she told me how challenging it was to retrieve documents and data on these early women. In 2018, Anna Milosevic wrote a short post asking whether Europe prefers her, her sons over her daughters. And in the same year, Roberta Guerrina and further five colleagues pointed in a powerful article to the co-constitutive nature of EU studies reproducing social hierarchies and help to sustain gender inequalities. In the opening chapter of the recent published handbook on gender and the EU, Gabriel Ebels and Heather McRae show to what extent the history of Europe post-45 is by and large incomplete. They write that an analysis of standard texts on the evaluation of European integration proves that women are hardly, if ever, mentioned as part of the political elite which has shaped European integration, particularly during the first two formative decades, and that the Desmond Dinan's book, published in 2006, which has been one of the most widespread in English, has an AIM index of 165 men, but just for women. So were women really absent from these early years of integration? They were not numerous, but definitely they were not absent. Take, for instance, the Common Assembly when the European Parliament was not yet directly elected. It shows a list of 12 women in the 50s and 60s and 31 up to the first directly elected assembly in 79. Yet names as Marga Clompe, Joanna Frederica Schuvenar Franzen or Erisia Gennai-Tonietti are mostly unknown. But, well, tell, tell us more about them. Marca Glompe is a Dutch, was a Dutch politician and was the first woman to join the European Coal and Steel Community Assembly constituted in 52. It was a consultative body of 78 delegates appointed from national parliaments and Clompe was the only woman sitting there. In the following years, she was part of the working group on the powers of the assembly. Later on, she worked on the preparation of the Messina Declaration, which laid down the foundations of the Treaty of Rome. And she stepped down from the assembly in 56 to become the first female minister in the Netherlands. 
Frederica Schubenar Franzen was a member of the Rotterdam City Council. From September 47, she was president of the VVAO Association, working on women's equality, the improvement of their career, and lifelong empowerment. In one of her speeches, she stressed the social responsibility of higher education saying that in addition to trying to be a good person and a dutiful worker, the academically trained woman also has a duty to be a good fellow citizen. She joined the Common Assembly on the 29th of December 1960, and as a member of the Social Commission, she published a report on equal pay for men and women. Erisia Gennai-Tonietti was born on the island of Elba in 1900 and is the first Italian member of the Common Assembly. She joined the Assembly on the 15th of February 1961. An independent elected in Italy for the Christian Democratic Party, she was proud of representing her constituents and she is the author of the first attempt to admit women to juries. Later in her life, she was prized as one who, while in office, successfully made progress on gender equality. Simona Guerra, in other words, these great women have simply not been written about. Exactly, and that's not just only unfair, it is also biased, and it's not the correct story. Even though it is true that there were less women in politics at the time, they still sat in the Common Assembly and in quite a few cases they had important national roles as deputy president or president of the national parliament or minister at the national level or at the international level. Neil Deyotti, for example, who joined the Common Assembly in 69, was also elected in 1997 as Vice President of the Council of Europe. These women were also shapers of European integration. As a matter of fact, we only know half of the story. His story has Gabriel Abels and Adam McRive right. There is a deficit in European studies it is recognized and acknowledged, and still we seem to continue to learn history in the same way, with the same bias. It is up to us as researchers to get to know the work of these early women of European integration and to write about them in our publications. And to speak about them on the radio. Many thanks, Simona, for your very timely editorial for Europe Day. Uh, Ideas on Europe will be back next week and we will welcome Miriam Bonamukaladzi from the University of Dusseldorf. Bye-bye, Simona. Bye-bye, thank you.